meeting today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior Wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of pre-millennia days and places that stretch across the globe. May Lawrence grew up in Maine with five sisters and a curiosity for practically everything. Surprisingly, her parents didn't have much education. Life was a hardship in those days. If you got through high school, you were considered highly educated. Education was promoted in May's family because her mom and dad were avid readers. They were self-taught in all kinds of topics. As May reached college age, she quickly recognized that education is a team effort. Educational successes were manifested because family members, including her five sisters, worked together to help one another achieve their college degrees. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak into a conversation with May Lawrence. Well, May, you've enjoyed a lot of years from back in Maine in our country all the way out here to California today. And through that process, I know you're going to want to share today the contrast that education had in your family. So where do we begin with a, with an experience like that? Well, let's start with my parents, okay? My uh, parents had very little education, formal schooling. My mother uh, went to through fourth grade, and then the, she lived way out in the wilderness, practically, on a farm. And um, uh, the teacher told her parents that she was really sharp, and her she should go on to higher education. By that, the teacher meant she should go in town four miles away and uh, go on for the next, to the next couple of grades. And the, for her to do that back in those days, she probably had to take a buggy to, and a horse, right? She, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that strikes me funny because we, the people who lived out back beyond our house when I was growing up uh, wrote, came to school, and in the wintertime, it was, uh, it was, the sleigh was pulled by a horse, but it was like a uh, closed-in uh, shed on the back of a sleigh that all the kids, I got to ride on it sometimes when I'd stay out with my cousins. But uh, when my mother was growing up, uh, uh, she would have had to, she couldn't have gone to school if she hadn't gone in town. She stayed with an aunt and uncle and went two more years to school. But then, and my dad, his father died when he was 14 and he quit school at that time and went to work on the railroad. It's, it seems that there was a lot of hardship back then, I mean, attached to yeah, education. Yeah, a lot of hardship, and, and um, I think education was valued, but uh, the kids who went through high school, that was considered they really had gone far in school. And we grew up, my five sisters and I, just knowing, taking for granted we were going to college. We never, ever questioned it. And I remember I used to, as little as when I was playing with dolls, I would play about what they were going to study in school and 
how they'd studied geometry. I didn't even know what geometry was, but <laughs> it was it was considered very important in our family to get an education. And although my parents were um, were had little formal education, they they both read a lot. And my dad, at the time I was growing up, was um, uh, figuring railroad curves. Um, and he was doing higher math, which the only way he could have learned it is out of books. He, he self-taught himself. Yeah, self-taught. And uh, a neighbor of ours, an elderly woman at the time, told me, well, your dad was in my first grade class in school. And she said, I knew he'd, he'd be really smart because he was the smartest kid I had in class. And I loved hearing stories about he was a little towhead, sat in the front row, she said. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so, and the six of us girls grew up, and all of us went to college. And uh, um, four of my sisters went on and got master's degrees, at least one master's degree. And I was the only one who got, who uh, went and got a PhD. But um, we all, and all of our children, uh, we've stressed the importance of education, too. As you saw your family developing through the years and having lots of opportunity, I suppose, as a result of the education that you had a passion for in the family, did that contrast with what you saw in other families, with oh, what was experience, being experienced there? Yeah, and it, it's sad. My best friend... Uh, didn't get have the opportunity to go on in school and she was a smart she was really smart in school too when we were kids and uh, when I'd go back to Maine and visit her I felt so bad because she never was able to do anything with her smarts you know she worked in a grant store I think and uh, 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 her bookshelves were lined with books. I mean, she was a, a reader all her life, but she never was able to get out of the small town and uh, and uh, experience higher education, which she probably wanted as bad as I did. What were the kinds of things that would prevent people back in those days from getting that higher level of education? Well, part of it is having it valued in the family, and some kids are able to rise above that, and some aren't. But we were figuring in our hometown, uh, uh, very few people went on to college. And uh, when uh, my oldest sister went to University of Maine, and uh, uh, I think one of her friends went on to college, and my second sister, the same thing. Or, very few people that were well-educated, and I think their attitude was, uh, you're going to be a farmer's wife or you're uh, not going to ever need a higher education. And uh, uh, then I remember at one point my dad said the um, University of Maine, uh, they had a branch up in Aroostook County where I lived, and their requirements were raised, and I had never had any idea that that he had still hoped that he could go to college 
after all those years, and he said they've now raised the entrance requirements till he could no longer get in, and that made him very sad. He never gave up hope that one way he'd... Uh, and I, uh, you might ask me why my parents had different goals and so on. I've wondered about it because none of their siblings went on to school, uh, nor did their kids in both sides of the family. there may have been back in those days more of a survival mode of activity going on in life in general, and I'm so sh- there was no room to educate to that. I'm degree. sure you're right, and I don't think of it that way because I think, boy, if you want to do it, you go do it. Uh, well, that's the but, attitude. Yeah. Even today. Yeah. Would you Would you say then that the golden nugget is to just go for broke? Go get educated. <laughs> Go do it. Find a way. We yeah. we have these days. We have grant programs. We have scholarship programs. Yeah. We have money that's pretty cheap, and we have money that's pretty expensive. We have friends. We have all kinds yeah. of connections that somehow sure. can get us in there. You can it's, start a community college. Uh-huh. You can start right well, in the regular university setting. There's so many avenues open to us. That I remember uh, my older sisters were much older than I. Uh, there were years apart in our ages, and I had a brother-in-law who, my dad died when I was 15, and I was just a junior in high school, and so when I was a senior in high school, my brother-in-law said, if you will go to business school in uh, Bangor, big city, uh, why, uh, uh, he said, I'll pay your way, and I said, I don't want to go to business school, I want to go to the University of Maine, and and uh, he said, well, that's a bunch of nonsense. You know, and that was my brother-in-law who was talking to me then. So he was so, saying that, why? Because you're a, you're was, a woman? A yeah, woman? because I was a woman. And now he, he was married to my sister who went to University of Maine, but uh, he was a lobster fisherman, and he didn't think, maybe he didn't think anybody needed education. Certainly a woman didn't. Mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. I just need to go to business school and work for a few years. Uh, so how much of it's attitude, how much of it's opportunity. The kids that I knew, nobody in my class in, in Bridgewater, a little town where I grew up, nobody went on to college. One woman went on to junior college. So and, what motivated you to get a PhD? I mean, it's tough enough to get oh, a bachelor's degree, and then if you get a master's degree, holy man, yeah. that's wonderful. Well, I... Um, Part of it was because I had a husband who was very encouraging to me. And uh, when we were first married, uh, he encouraged me to get my master's. And I wanted to do it. There was no hesitation on my part. But I, I knew it was going to be hard because I was working and going to school. And, you know, and uh, he said, well, take a, uh, take a semester off or take a year off. And I said, and have you support me? And I mean, it just <laughs> seemed negative, you know. And he said, of course, I earn enough, you know. You, And so I took time off and got my master's. And then uh, what encouraged me to get the Ph.D., I was a school psychologist, and I had been going to, I'd been working full-time and going to school, and by then had a child, and... Uh, 
uh, felt that I was wearing myself ragged, so I, I uh, put in for a sabbatical, and in order to get, and there was a lot of competition for sabbatical in that school district, and if I could get a PhD and uh, have it be something of value to the school district, I was more likely to get to cho get chosen to have a have a earn a sabbatical. So I did that and took some time off then. But I always, you know, I had a boyfriend years before, when I, after, I, after I got through high school, and we came out here to California together, and uh, he said, I don't worry about competition from another guy, I just worry about competition at school, because I, school always came first with me. Oh, yeah, well, you, you do sound like you were highly motivated. <laughs> I was motivated. And you've been quite successful mm -hmm. through the years. I, mm -hmm. I, it sounds like you've really applied what you have obtained your degrees in and helped a lot of people as a result I think of that. I like to think that I have. So then your golden nugget to our well, listeners? Well, obviously I think school is important. And... Uh, I know all the tales to the contrary, but that love of learning, I, I just think is so important, whether it results in degrees or certificates or uh, not. I, I think it's, I have that curiosity and I uh, love to read and, and I read a lot and I think part of it is I'm just curious about everything and that's what I think education does for you. I really think that's a fuel for education. If you have a curiosity of knowledge then that's uh, that has no limit to it. It's it's unlimited. That's mm -hmm. that's quite good. Applying this to today in such a difficult world, I mean it's very expensive to pay for a higher education these days. Mm -hmm. How do you how oh. do you apply this today? If you have the passion, if you have the curiosity, how do you achieve this? How do you do it? Mm -hmm. Part of it is I watched what happened with my granddaughter as she graduated from high school, and she was applying to colleges. Uh, she had her first tier and her second tier. You know, she was really getting her applications in everywhere, and uh, she, uh, she knew that her parents could help her financially, but then she also knew that she had to, she had to earn some scholarships and she also had to work some, and that's what she's doing. She's just finished her freshman year and uh, has stayed back in Massachusetts for uh, a few weeks to work on campus to earn some money. She's in and your she old stomping ground. I guess so. That's pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> you know what, what it sounds to me like is the way that you're applying the opportunity of education today is, is really a developing a team effort in achieving it. Before, yeah. you had to look for the opportunity, and once you had the opportunity, you could tag it, and, and you were there. Mm -hmm. Today, it takes a team. Mm -hmm. And right. the team may be, include family members, it may include family and friends. Mm -hmm. and, and Your others. words of wisdom, you know, after my dad died, he had, uh, he had put away what he thought was enough money and insurance for those three younger children. My three older sisters had already graduated in college, and, uh, uh, but costs had gone up, and the money that he left wasn't enough to put us three younger ones through college. 
And so my eldest sister put one sister through, and next eldest sister put another sister through, and uh, and uh, uh, and I had some help too from my sisters. Mm. Sounds like there were a lot of thank yous going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, May, it's always nice to talk with you. Thank you, right. and and yeah, I feel the same way talking with you. Mm-hmm.